One of the things that I find myself often doing is dispelling myths around religious Jews. So here's someone who asked me a question. He said that he has an issue with religious Jews because they don't show affection in public. He says you would never see a religious couple holding hands, walking down the street, and certainly not kissing in public. It's considered immodest. But he thinks that this teaches children that affection is bad and romance is taboo. He asks, how will they ever get married if they don't see affectionate parents? In answering this question, I don't even want to go to the point where the divorce rate is so high and all the values and everything that our world is doing to destroy marriage and people are not even getting married anymore. Let's not go there. I'm just going to answer this question straight on. Let me tell you a story that happened to a family that I know. They're observant. They're God-fearing people. And the parents never showed physical affection, even in front of their own children. Once they were going on some kind of family trip, and the parents are sitting in the front, and all the kids are sitting in the back, they're stopped at a red light, and one of the children pointed out a scene that caught his eye. Right beside the car, on the side of the road, there was a young couple engaged in, let's say, a, a very public display of affection. The kids right away started saying, Ooh, yuck! Disgusting! Now, the parents had a few options how to react to the situation. They could have encouraged their children's innocent aversion to street corner romance by telling them not to look at such a yucky thing. Or maybe they should have corrected their children's hardline view and told them that there's actually nothing yucky about love between two people. Or they could just smile to themselves and let it pass like other things. But any good parent knows that there are certain teaching moments that don't come along too often. And if they're not grabbed, they'll be missed. Some lessons, I think, are better taught spontaneously. Rather than the parent sitting down with the child and talking about a specific issue, it's sometimes better to wait until the child sees or hears something, makes a comment or asks a question, and then you use that opening to address the topic. An alert parent has a storehouse of lessons that are ready and patiently waits for the right opportunity to share them. This was such a moment, and the wise father of these children, who had labeled an act of love as disgusting, jumped at the opportunity to teach them a lesson for life. He says, it's not disgusting. It's just the wrong place. I heard this story as it was told by one of the children, who is now a mother of children of her own. She said that, all these years later, she still remembers what her father said and what impact his simple words had on her. At first, she was shocked. Her father, a rabbi, didn't think that that was disgusting. Do my parents do this too? But then it dawned on her. Of course they do. They love each other. And when people love each other, this is what they do. Just some things are supposed to be private, not because it's disgusting, but because it's precious. It doesn't belong on the street. There are couples that no one will ever see touching each other, but anyone can see the deep love they share. It's reflected in the way they speak to each other, the way they look at each other, the way they talk about each other. And then there are couples who are all lovey-dovey, kissy-huggy, 
their entire relationship open to the world on Facebook. But it's no more than a show for the onlookers. How intimate can affection be if every passerby is privy to it? Does romance have any real meaning if it's shared with strangers? When a couple is secure in their love for each other, they don't feel the need to demonstrate their affection to others outside the relationship. And yet, everyone, including their children, will know that the love is there. Physical affection is more powerful when kept private. It's not disgusting as long as it's in the right place. I think that in a world that is completely boundaryless, where everything goes, this is a great example of something that we can keep private, something we can keep special, and something that we can keep sacred. I'm Rabbi Yisrael Bernath. Have a fantastic day.